Welcome, this is the State of Energy. I'm Randy Witt, along with the man that alien visitors ask to probe them. Tom Clark, Executive Director of Rocky Mountain Propane Association. Whoa. Thank you, Dos Equis. I tried to watch your show. I couldn't do it. Even with a secret, a Skinwalker Ranch you could not get into? I, okay, so when you told me to watch a Skinwalker Ranch, at first I thought, is this some type of like zombie movie or something? <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I, I did a little bit of research. And you're right, it, it's filmed in Utah. How bizarre is that? It's like some some weird alien I don't know, conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. Unexplained phenomena is you got the UAPs coming up over the Mesa. <laughs> you know, every time we get that 1.6 megahertz or gigahertz frequency, we just don't understand what is... That guy's a physicist like three times over. I, I couldn't watch episode two or, or... Well, you told me to start on season four. I couldn't, I couldn't go to episode two of season four just because, I don't know, it's, just, it's, too, it's too out there for me. I mean, it's it's unexplained unexplained phenomenon that uh, the Utah uh, Attorney General's involved with uh, your senator, Senator Lee, and also uh, Governor Herbert. He was on the uh, last episode, so something's going on. Maybe there's some some secret energy source at the Skinwalker Ranch that they're gonna unveil. That's like gonna save the world from all of our energy woes. <laughs> they're gonna discover propane. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of propane up there near that ranch, that's for sure. We are presented by the incredibly great products at Mopeka Products. Mopeka is the global leader in sonar tank monitoring solutions with a portfolio of award-winning and patented sonar mobile and cloud-based services, along with solutions that can help all liquid-based firms, including propane, butane, water, and other liquid commodities. And uh, have you been checking your uh, Mopeka gauge? I'm glad you reminded me because uh, it's coming up on the weekend here. And uh, I seen some nice prime rib or not, not prime rib, some ribeyes in the fridge. And I definitely don't want to get stuck uh, with those on the grill and, and run out of propane. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to open my app and check out how much gas is in my tank. Because Mopeka, they do. They uh, allow you to understand exactly how much propane you have in one of just your normal barbecue tank or a tank up to 90,000 gallons. Mopeka, accuracy above everything. Go to Mopeka.com, M-O-P-E-K-A.com. And Tom, we are the State of Energy. We have a website as well, stateofenergy.com. Get a great where to buy button. You can listen to past shows. Also get some rebates. We're on Instagram, at the State of Energy. Uh, but we do have to start off with our thoughts, prayers, and positive vibes to the people of Maui and Kona over in Hawaii. Because uh, as we're talking right now, the death toll stands at 36. But that number is going to climb into the hundreds because there's an area just above uh, Lahaina that's got a lot of seniors in it. And it was just run over by fire with like 80 mile an hour winds. And it was the remnants from Hurricane Dora. It's so sad. Uh, President Biden's issued a disaster declaration. The Navy and the National Guard are helping out to get people um, to safety. Uh, Dozens of people had to jump into the ocean. It was moving that fast to uh, escape the flames. Yeah, it's a terrible disaster what's happening over there. Uh, But it it kind of... It kind of brings you back to you know these natural disasters can can happen anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I read that there's tens of thousands of people without electricity right now. That's exactly right. Yeah, there's uh, thousands of people power outages, and that we hope we can get them as much propane as possible so they can have clean water and be able to cook food. 
Right. We've we talked about Hawaii in the past because of some of their their clean air initiatives where they're trying to get rid of all sorts of uh, of their of their dirty electricity that they were producing with with coal and diesel. And and to, to really they're getting rid of all fossil fuels on the island. And that just really puts them at risk when there is a natural disaster. What's your backup fuel? What are you going to use? to to cook to 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 cook your food to to boil water because you can you can imagine with no power uh, these guys are these guys are out in the dark literally and have no hot water and no way to cook food so it would be uh, wise to go get yourself some propane uh, generator for electricity get yourself a propane powered water heater get yourself a propane powered cooking stove and that way if there is a natural disaster even if you're not in the in this wildfire area or the or where the hurricane came through and and took out power lines um, you're still affected by the power outages because right. you're 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 in that area and you have no power so Man, if if I lived down there, I would make sure that I was protecting my family and my business by having propane as as my primary source of hot water, cooking, and a good backup source for electricity. So true. So true. And there's a lot of people looking for any sort of positive news out of Maui. Um, and apparently, even though that famous banyan tree in Lahaina was burned somewhat, it might actually make it. I saw that. I don't know if you've ever seen this tree. I mean, it was yeah, uh, it was actually imported from India. Yeah, imported from India in 1873. Um, and it covers basically a block. You can walk in the shade for like over a block. It covers this whole area. It's this gorgeous tree. Just I know uh, there's a lot to, to going on over there. We're just trying to find some point of light. And that's something that people are focusing on. So oh, that's why I like you so much, Rand. Yeah, I'm a beam of light. <laughs> that is Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. My name is Rand D. Witt. We are always online at thestateofenergy.com. And as we're talking about power issues, I got this story out of NBC in Billings, Montana, where power companies are warning of dangerous transformer shortages. This is crazy. Yeah. You know, as the nation grapples with historic heat and hurricane season is on the horizon, power companies are sounding the alarm about a potential energy crisis. Energy trade groups warn that those lucky enough to have air-conditioned homes amid this dangerously hot summer we're having uh, can't count on aging transformers to keep the power on. And if transformers blow during severe storms, a supply chain shortage means that it could take more than a year for power companies to get new ones while inventories are just rapidly depleted. A year. A year. A whole year to get. And this, and they're, they're saying that it used to take only uh, four weeks to get a, a transformer, and now you're looking at a year. So, so if there's a big fire like Hawaii, I mean, how many of these transformers do you think are burned up and need to be replaced at, uh, in Hawaii? And, and this is all over all over the, the country. This is, this is happening. And it, it's kind of ironic that we keep pushing ourselves to pull back on our gas uh, appliances and, and push for electric, but yet we don't even have the means to do this efficiently and affordably, and we don't have the equipment to do this. So so now there's warnings out there about, oh, we might not have a, or there, there might be a transformer shortage. 
man, this just goes back to all the things that we've been talking about for years, like protect your, protect your investments, protect your family, protect your business by reducing some of that, uh, demand on the grid by, by utilizing more propane to, for your, for your, for those things that you can, you don't need electricity for, for cooking, for hot water, for even power generation, just mm-hmm. like the guys in Hawaii. This is, this is just goes on top of everything we've been talking about. Do yourself a favor and, and make sure you have as much of your home that can run on propane so that you just have a small amount that's running on electricity because this demand on this grid, it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse or, or, or more and more people are adding things to the grid and uh, it's, it's getting overloaded and there's not enough uh, transformers to go around. And it's important for people to understand, we here at the State of Energy, we're not anti-electric, we're not anti-EV, we're not anti-wind, solar, renewables are great, but what we're seeing is what we've been talking about for going on close to five years now with this show, is that we're putting all of our eggs in one basket, and it's not the best egg. It's not the best egg for right now. You know, we need a, a balanced approach. And it's just, we're putting all, everything is going towards EV. We got to electrify this, got to electrify the houses. We got to electrify everything. Now, we're, we couldn't be doing this show right now without electricity. We get it. But you just want to say, where's all this money going? Where is it all going? You got to slow this down just a tad bit and think about protecting your own personal life your own your own home your own business your own space if you have any thought about the future just look at what's going on with these shortages and the demand on the grid and just and just it's simple you just gotta separate your demand a little bit into multiple different fuel sources and why are people constantly beating us over the head about electric it just it, it feels so forced I mean, and again, we're not anti-electric. We just feel that there's a lot of evidence that we're moving too fast. Well, I mean, come on. Look at look at this uh, this story about this EV bus manufacturer. Proterra. Pro, they went bankrupt. Yeah, and they were a darling of the industry. They're moving so fast that they just can't they can't keep up with all this stuff, and they filed for Chapter Eleven bankruptcy. Yep, they're the latest company to join this list that have filed for bankruptcy less than a month ago. Proterra was celebrating the opening of the largest electric bus charging center in North America alongside partner ABC companies. But the EV battery and platform developers' funding woes have been public knowledge for some time now, long before the mention of bankruptcy. So they're celebrating this bus you know, charging station when they know the end is running up on them. Isn't that crazy? And they've received millions and millions and millions of dollars in U.S. COVID relief government aid. They've received, well, they've gotten a lot of money. The the company was valued at over a billion dollars. 1.6, yeah. And and we're talking, you know, these guys have made, what, a thousand buses? I think that's that's about right. And it takes, what, 10 hours to charge and you can fill up a propane bus and how? Man, I'm I'm telling you. So when I when I heard about this Proterra is going bankrupt, I thought, I wonder wonder what kind of uh, businesses are are going to be affected by this. I wonder who's who's thinking they're going to have some of these buses come up because you know, once you go down that path of a Chapter Eleven, it's it's a long slow road. If if they could even survive, right? Yep. I mean. 
you hope they do, but I I don't know. It's going to be there's definitely going to be some changes. They're not going to be pumping out any any uh, buses any faster than what they thought they were going to. So I started looking into this and guess which uh, company or group of people that we've been talking about for years is, uh, is been, has been using some of these Proterra buses. Zion's national park. Can you believe that? I mean, let, let, let's, I know some of the, some of the people are listening to our show for the first time, or maybe you haven't heard us talk about Zion for, for a while, but, let me just unpack this for you, it's just so you can, we can go back from the beginning here and just kind of understand what the the Zion's National Park and their their relationship to propane buses and electric buses means to everybody. So here it comes Tom's going to do this. Is going to be a Tom's rant. So put your feet up, <laughs> put your hands behind your head. Stop! Take it. Stop in. me! Stop me in. if I go off the rails here. But just no. Everybody wants you to go off the rails. You go, Tom. Just let's just start from day one, okay? So I'm, I'm Tom's cheerleader. I got my hair and pigtails. I got a skirt on. Let's go. Wait, what? No. Go ahead, Tom. Twenty, twenty-three, almost twenty-four years ago in two thousand, somewhere in two thousand uh, or nineteen ninety-nine to two thousand, Zions goes and and acquires somewhere around thirty propane powered shuttle buses to get people through the Zions National Park one of the one of the the, the most visited parks in the, in the nation so that and they're these are like double stacked they're like a, a bus pulling another bus behind it so it's a bus pulling a trailer of an empty shell of a bus so it's a really long 60 foot plus bus and they're moving people throughout the park and Zions invests you know probably not very much money in in today's world of electric uh, charging stations but they they probably invested a half a million dollars into this big propane storage facility refueling site so they can bring in propane by semi loads and then fill the buses up within a few minutes when they when they need propane to continue to move these people around in 2009 they needed a few more uh, buses and they increased that number to 39. Now these are propane powered buses that are uh, 23, this technology is 23, 24, 25 years old. It was made by Cummins. Cummins engine is is a major worldwide manufacturer of engines. I mean, they make engines. Powerhouse. Yeah, they're, they're the main player for transportation, big, heavy transportation engines. Everybody knows who Cummins is. They're not going bankrupt. They're a big, big company that's got money to stand behind their product it's amazing when you build things that people want what happens yeah and they're and they've they've got this propane engine out now that's super clean it's going to be a major game changer that's going to meet all the emissions for like the next 10 years it's it's a it's a wonderful engine that's coming out next year from from cummins they've been testing it for years but that's that's a whole nother podcast to talk about but somewhere in like mid 2015 to say 2016 zions and some some group of people decide we need to we need to move into the electric shuttle bus because these propane buses are too clean and we want to try to dirty the air a little bit yeah they run too well we'd like to have something that doesn't run (laughs) as well and breaks down a lot okay yeah okay hey let's go electric buses i know we're joking about that but man when i get down to the end of this and all this stuff comes my my whole unpacking comes back together for you to understand you're gonna you're gonna have this aha moment you go wow i can't believe that so so they start testing out the first one they test is a proterra 
in 2016. And that's the company that just filed bankruptcy. And then they test the next year, 2018, they test uh, th- this company called New Flyer. And the new flyer Excelsior, a 60-foot bus. And then 2019, they, they test another new flyer, 35-foot bus. And then in 2020, the National Renewable Energy Laboratory comes out with a study that takes all four of these sample buses and a bunch of propane buses. And out of 39 buses, they I think they picked... You know, these studies go like whoever's the author of the study, things seem to tend to be shaped to the person that's writing the story here. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a shaded. It's a like little it's a it's a little tilted to to be pro electric. But mm-hmm. if you look through this study and it's it's about 45, 50 pages long and they've got all sorts of data from the miles uh, to, to where the electricity came from, to the propane. They've got, they got all this stuff down. They tested the heck out of these. And at the end of this study, in very small print, a one-pager, you'll never believe what it says. It says the electric tailpipe emissions is zero. I can't believe it. It's zero electric tailpipe emissions. But the emissions that comes from the electricity to charge those buses they do a per mile emissions on propane versus electric and the nox emissions which is which is uh the the nasty emissions that uh, causes smog and acid rain the nox and the socks emissions are higher than the 25 year old propane powered buses and then the co2 emissions is just slightly under we're talking just a few percentage under the the really old outdated propane buses that have been on the road now for thousands and thousands hundreds of thousands if not millions of miles and 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 they're they're comparing this old technology of of this bus that's been around forever to this new electric bus and they can't beat the emissions so in fine print at the bottom they say but one day we'll have cleaner electricity (laughs) (laughs) they can't beat the emission they can't beat they cannot get cleaner how is that not the headline but why? Because people have agendas, people are getting paid, people get emotional about things, and it's just, just stick, take a step back. And we're, again, we're not anti-EV, uh, wind, solar, all, all renewables. We want everybody working together. It's just this hammer over the head with electric this, electric that all the time. And a lot of respect to Elon Musk and what he's done with Tesla. Those are amazing vehicles. Great. But you know what? shouldn't be beaten over the head saying that, you know what, just because we have a, a, a propane vehicle that actually can perform better than an electric vehicle, and we really want the world to know about that, and why aren't more people talking about it? And, you know, people give you a side eye for, for even bringing something like this up, and they look like we're crazy because they've been just brainwashed to just be indoctrinated into the world that we must drive, everybody must have an electric vehicle. Even though, going back to a story we just did a few moments ago, grid can't handle what we got now. Dude, the most craziest part about all of this is the 
33 million dollars that they got to spend on these electric buses now the company is bankrupt mm-hmm. so so what are, what are we gonna what what do we got to do what do we got to do to get zions to say let's scrap the electric bus because it's one it's dirtier than the propane bus and let's go buy all new propane powered buses that look nice that that drive well that that have the aesthetics of these newer shaped buses and let's save ourselves millions and millions and millions of dollars and we'll clean the air at the same time what what do we need to do to get the people at zions national park to understand that they're going backwards by trying to push this electric and now one of their sample buses has gone bankrupt and the other new flyer by the way if you google new flyer uh bus problems there's all sorts of uh issues that they've had where uh 10 of them just got totally taken off of the road in buffalo and then uh another one in connecticut burned for hours and hours and hours and hours there's recalls all over the place and last february uh the new flyer was like we've lost 50 million dollars uh they they weren't sure if they were gonna be able to keep going well look what happened to ford as well ford took a huge loss these guys are trying to build something that just it, they, it can't be done right now. We got to step back, spend our money wisely, and actually try to reduce emissions by using propane, save the taxpayer money, and uh, save the planet at the same time. What about, you know, you, you've got deep wallets, Tom. Why, why don't we donate a Rocky Mountain propane state of energy propane bus to Zions and go, hey, just in case you need one that works. Let's do it. Here you go. I, uh, let's challenge. Do you think that. Perk would get involved in that? Oh, I guarantee we could. We I mean, those buses are only a fraction of an electric bus. Yeah, you can get like you can get like four for one or something like that. Close to that, probably. Yeah, probably four for one for sure. I think we could get enough donations to come up with a, a gift to Zion. So, and this show is broadcast down there in Southern Utah. Let's uh, let's challenge somebody that if you listen to this show and you know somebody at Zion's National Park, let's do that. We'll give you a a brand new propane powered bus because we know you ain't getting any electric buses anytime soon. And we know that your old propane buses are wearing out and you need something new before you have to go down and buy yourself some diesel buses uh, to to fill this gap of these old propane-powered buses, let's get you a new one. I challenge that to anybody listening to this show. Yeah, and you know what? I mean, it's hot right now, but you know what's going to happen when it starts to get cold and those electric buses are not going to be heating up. They're not going to be running in the snow. They're going to need so many extra buses just to... Pick up to, people that were on the buses that broke down. Well, <laughs> that, and then to, to <laughs> offset the charging times. Yeah, that's a good I mean, point. A pro, you roll into a propane station you fill that thing up in just a few minutes and you're back on the road where the you're going to need almost double the size of fleet to be able to charge and then get back on the road with the other ones and then what does that do to the environment and the pollution that goes into charging all of those buses over and over and over again as you just so eloquently laid out in the latest tom's rant we didn't even get into battery manufacturing and all the all the nasty stuff from from different uh, foreign materials that we have to get. We 
that that's a whole nother segment on its own as well. Now, should we set up a contact line where, where someone at Zion wants to reach out? I mean, they know how to get a hold of you. You're Tom Clark. They know how to get a hold of us. Yeah, go. Our email addresses, phone numbers, they're all over the place. They can, they they can find us for sure. <laughs> Including on bus stops in Palm Springs for some reason, next to radio station logos. <laughs> Inside joke, folks. Inside joke. But yeah, you know what? This is really a great thing. I think we can really make a difference with Zion and really make a great point as well. Yeah, they, they're gonna they're definitely gonna need some new buses soon. And and if if the the company they thought they were gonna use is going bankrupt, let's get them uh, something like the the Arcadia National Park used. Beautiful propane-powered buses, and they're they're running every day. They're not breaking down. They got low maintenance. They got uh, low fuel costs. It's it's a great win-win for everybody, including the taxpayer and including the environment. That is Tom Clark, executive director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. My name is Rand Dewitt, and we're always online at thestateofenergy.com.